0: Thanks for listening to or watching the Upland Down Under podcast tonight's show show's recording live on Thursday, the eighth of February at seven pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. On tonight's show, we're going to catch up on the Upland market floors. Of course, we'll take a look at the a new node project that's kicked off in Detroit. But unfortunately, there's no point checking out the neighbourhood ratings this week because it appears that Upland hasn't updated the leaderboard since Red Hook took out the win for January. Instead, we're going to be treated to another special treasure hunting segment from. Swali129 and we'll reflect on the first ever Totem cycle as it comes to a close. There's also the first drops from the Frost Season Pass and the Ethereum Bundle Sale to go back and check out. And of course, we've got the news about the new upcoming Start Assist Cities and the Monster Mayhem Madness Sales event that kicked off in the early hours this morning. I've got the main topic for this week's show pegged as UPX Dividend Annihilation. Diving into the massing, massive follow-up to the recent Gamified Earnings announcement, the numbers were very shocking do, to digest in a first read-through, but maybe it's not as bad as it seems, well, at least for some Uplanders. We'll unpack all of that along with a whole bunch of other stuff with our very unbiased opinions, of course. We've also got a quip about the many balls that Upland is juggling, and we'll take a look at another Upland community member spotlight care of the Dynamic Node Builders team. All that and more, of course, on this, the Upland Down Under podcast. If you're wondering how you, you can take part in the live recordings of this podcast, i dropped drop the link to the Zoom in the NBA server Thursday nights at about 6.45pm AEST. I'm on the new laptop tonight, so anything could happen and has happened as we kicked off. We'll see how we go. All right, let's get into the Breaking Badly news and take a look at what's currently happening in the Upland market floor stats. Thank you very much, Swally, again for patching through. The deets on these ones. So what do we got? Start with the 90-day averages this week. Um, back in the red there, which is a bit disappointing. We only had one week of green. So we're down 1.2% on the transaction volumes and down a smidge, 0.3% on the trading volume. Unique active wallets up 1%. Not much, so Still very much flat on the 52 mark. 52,000 unique active wallets for the seven days. And we had a bit over 3,000 properties minted through the week. Will be very interesting to see how that number jumps and plays around. I know I minted three properties last night that I had zero intention of minting, but you know I'm sure we'll get into all of that later. City floors, the I'll start the floor markups. Um, interesting to note that Fresno dropped off there. It was in the green last week. So this is... Nearly all uh, USD markups, of course. Rutherford and LaSalle still holding out in green. Everything very much solidly in the red. Down all the way. What's our lowest there? 32 in Las Vegas, 32%. Um, I do know I was doing a few 32% sales in Chicago as myself and a few others were battling the floor there. Chicago floor now at zero, uh, 0%. Change still fixed on the $3, but it's up 8.9% on the UPX. Now 6,600, that's been jumping all over the place. I will go and list 30 Chicago's and somebody will come along and just gobble them all up. So I'll raise the floor a little bit there and I'll put another 20 up for sale and they'll all get gobbled up and the floor will go up. So I'll I'll list a whole bunch before I go to bed and then I wake up in the morning and somebody else has gotten up and crashed the floor down. So it's, it's quite a fun game there at the moment. I'm enjoying that immensely, the old property trading aspect of it. So what else we got Birmingham up double digits in upX was eight thousand two hundred and fifty last week now just under ten thousand um Arlington's had a hit on both the upX and usD was just under sixteen thousand now just over fourteen thousand and was seven dollars eighty eight now six dollars fifty single digit chop Everywhere else Kansas down on both the UPX and the USD. London's up on the USD was just under seven dollars, now pushing towards eight dollars. And then what else? Oakland up on the USD was 320, now 375. I just sold out of all of my spare Okies. Um Rutherford's Nice. Whoa, look at that jump on that. Thirty one percent jump on Rutherford it was forty two thousand UPX last week, up to fifty-five thousand now. And the USD's only dropped only dropped a dollar, about a dollar there. Very interesting. San Francisco getting smashed on the USD down sixteen point five percent was just under nine dollars last week, now seven dollars fifty. And tokest were the one I'm most interested in, because that's where I minted six dollars. Ouch. Um Yes. And Staten Island, oh, Look at Staten Island boost on the USD What's $3 pushing up to 349. Very, very interesting. But yes, it's going to be interesting. A lot of what we'll talk about later is kind of pushing to stimulate uh, both sides of this, the minting side and the secondary market side. So it's going to be very interesting to see how that all pans out. Now, We've got a bit of a special feature this week. Tonight's show is featuring the recently initiated Wade Neighbourhood Development Project in Detroit. I was recently contacted by Uplander MGH who asked if we could help get the word out. And as part of that, he sent through the following. Sounds like a pretty good ad. Do you want to invest in Upland but don't know where to start? Do you want to make some money while just sitting and playing a game with a friendly community? Then might just have what you're looking for. He wants to present to you a node development project located in the Wade neighborhood of Detroit. It's apparently a small project, but with big potential and goals being created by a friendly community. If you want to check it out yourself, there is, of course, a link to their Discord in the description. To help kick things off at Wade, MGH and the team are running a giveaway of a property with a Spark Tycoon node on it, which also includes an ore mine. To participate in that giveaway, all you have to do is join their Discord. Once again, link in the description. Buy three properties in Wade. Um, I did mean to check if there was unminted there. I forgot to do that. Apologies. And then you have to put up a building on one of your properties in Wade. And then, of course, post your properties and the buildings in their progress channel. The winner will be selected by the team in the beginning of March. That's not a paid ad. Um, I've got no affiliation whatsoever with the project. Just helping. Spread the word out. So, if you're in Detroit, if you've got properties in Wade and you don't know what to do with them, get in contact with MGH and you might be able to see what they've got going on. Yes, now I kind of said earlier that's a bit of a rant about neighborhood ratings. Well, we can't get into neighborhoods ratings this week because the leaderboard still hasn't changed. It's still got Red Hook at number one. So, I don't know if it's out of date, it hasn't been updated. I don't know what they're doing. It's a bit disappointing. Um instead something way more exciting we'll throw over to Swally. Um he's got an update for us about treasures, I believe. You there, Swally.
1: Yeah, sorry, I was just setting up a phrase. Um all right, so I need to share screen. Yes, yeah, so I'm gonna do a treasure hunting, so standard treasure hunting update with a bit of a difference. I'm not focusing on my account, I'm focusing on just what Upland's providing us or giving us as rewards for doing these treasure hunts. Um, so, but before I start, I thought I might just go through some of the changes that we've had to treasure hunting over. Well, it's not just last year. It's a little bit more than a year. Cause I think a couple of these happened late in 2022, but it hasn't been a good period for treasure hunters in terms of some of the changes that have happened. Not all have been bad and some have been for the long term good, but, We obviously saw the competitive treasure hunting nerf quite a bit, which personally didn't bother me too much because I never really get into it. But I'm assuming there's a lot of people not so happy about that. But the big thing that did upset people was the cooldowns change. So it used to be once you got a treasure, you sort of timed out from getting any of them until that cooldown ended. Now you can get, I guess if you're in San Francisco, where the rare treasures are as well, you could actually get three at the same time. Um, Anyway, then... I also noticed, and I saw other people comment too, that the sends seemed to reduce when they brought out the paid sends in the shops. That was another frustration that we had for a bit there. I went from being able to get sends quite comfortably to having to sort of drift to them and pick them up until I started picking up more properties. Um, but And with that, we saw the reset time. So for a period there, the reset for the sends and the reset for the spawn fees were at different times of the day. And um, that caused a sort of a dead patch for about I can't remember how many hours it was, but six hours, and out of each day where you couldn't really treasure hunt because you're getting charged a higher fee, but you censored for the day at reset. They finally got that back on track and synced them up together. February, and we'll go over this a bit more. Obviously, the in- introduction of the increased spawn fees. Personally, that cost me roughly five thousand upex a day. So obviously, wasn't overly happy with that, but considering we hunt for Spark, not upix, it didn't stop me, obviously. Um, obviously, the removal of the arrows, we won't go too far on that. We know a little about that. And the browser, that's the one that's upset me the most. Um, we won't dwell too much on that. And obviously, the Tokyo tears and that change in the game. So, a lot of changes. As I said, not all bad, but not a lot were positive from the treasure hunter point of view, but maybe for the longevity of the game.
0: Before you, can you just go back? Um, yeah. The removal of the last two arrows—that's an interesting one. I—I I don't think that it don't doesn't necessarily Im- heavily impact a lot of people who are familiar with the treasure hunting system. You can kind of.
1: Not if you've got out. an extensive, not if you've got an extensive map. So for for me personally, I probably have nine out of ten where I get close enough that I have a red arrow. Anyways, I'm within six, six and a half or. 50 metres or 100 metres or something like that. So for me, not so much in Queens, but for a new player, so if, if a new player was studying out in Queens and say had a hundred or a couple of hundred properties, they would still be using three, maybe four cents per hunt as opposed to being able to do it. more. Yeah. Um, just because you just don't, like under the L system, you sort of had a clue, like even if your property was nowhere near it, you knew which one was closer to it because you might get the, slightly different colour, the darker white arrow or something like that, which meant you're like 12 blocks away instead of a mystery number of blocks away. So now when you get those white arrows, you could be anywhere from um 12 blocks away or more than or seven blocks away through to 30, 40, 50 blocks. I don't know what it is. So thankfully for me, at least in Queens, I don't cross that bridge too much. Um, but yeah, starting out in a new city, a decent-sized city, it'd be an absolute nightmare. So. It actually makes Especially, sense to. Sorry, finish. Still. I was gonna say it actually makes sense to learn to treasure hunt in a small city like Miami. Like I was actually watching another YouTuber doing a bit of treasure hunting in Miami, and I was like, well, why don't you hunt somewhere where the treasure is twice as much? Where well, you get the the sparks chest, obviously point oh two in let's say Queens and or tier ones, and the only point oh one in Miami. But then he gets twice as many treasures in Miami. So it kind of evens out in terms of spark and it's just much easier for him. Like It actually makes more sense for him to do it in Miami than Queens. So I was like, okay.
0: Yeah. Especially so, with this gamified earnings thing, which I'm sure we'll touch on again later. Like if, if you're trying to get even the five standard hunts, if you're a new player coming in and you don't have a treasure map, you just, you're going to get jack of that pretty quick.
1: I would argue that everybody should be doing their one free one each day anyway that's my personal opinion like it only takes what less than five minutes especially if you've got and you don't like if you're only doing one hunt you don't even need to have um any properties in a city to be able to treasure hunt I mean you might spend 10 hunts but you might lose a little bit of upix but then you might not and you probably get and if you did one hunt a day you'd get at least one or you on average you get one and a half spark chests a month so
0: Yes, well, that, that's um, I was tempted to do my standards and I got two back to back straight away, so I was like, Well, yeah, that's my luck gone for next god knows how well, long. not
1: necessarily because you talked about last time you did it, you did 60 odd and got none, yeah, yeah, so you would so, so you sure. if you and we'll look at my numbers in a sec, but yeah, it you know, we'll, we'll get to that. So, so instead of looking at my account and what I've done, I wanted to focus on the two big questions is spark ratio still one in 20 because I know people don't track theirs stats and there's nowhere really to look at it and they do 60 70 80 searches and don't get any spark and they're like well i don't think it's one in 20 anymore i've even seen people that are in our chat comment at times and the other thing i've seen people comment about have the jackpot rewards or the upx rewards reduced so we'll look at those two things with my stats from both just last year alone and then all time sort of looking at them and just seeing how it looks so these are my stats for last year we won't dwell too much on that because we'll summarize that down but that's just month by month so i just add up i just there's i'll go i'll show you later but there's a couple of discord bots that'll just give you daily stats which i just put in each day and then at the end of the month tally them up and then just put them into this and i don't keep the daily stats but that's a quick so to summarize that so we do a quick calculation so over the calendar year i opened twenty eight thousand, or just over twenty eight thousand chests so if you divide that by the number of spark chests I received, which was 1400, the spark ratio was 20.13. Well, to put that in layman's term, it was just nine spark chests more than I should have got. It was just straight out one spark chest in every 20. So out of 1402 spark chests, I was nine behind, sorry, not nine in front, nine behind I'd say that's well and truly in the the area of um, margin for error or whatever it's called. So to put this in perspective, so all time, since I started recording my stats at least, I've opened nearly 36,000 chests for 1,800 Spark chests at a ratio of 19.9. So you just saw the calendar year was just over 1 in 20, but all time I'm just under 1 in 20. So... Going off those stats, I should have received 1,794, which is only eight more than, sorry, I'm, yeah, I'm eight, eight Spark Chests ahead of where I should be according to the ratio, but that can be accounted for one single month, January, where I searched 3,000 Chests and got 168 Chests instead of 153. 153, which means I was 15 in front. So I went from being nine behind to eight in front in the one month. So, and that's out of 38,000 chess search. So, the answer is is Spark Chess one in 20? Absolutely, it still has not changed. If you search 100 chess and don't get any Spark, you know you've got some coming, which you just demonstrated when what you just said. Um, I've opened, I've done a whole day, I opened over 80 chess and not got a Spark. Then I've opened other days where I've got 11. But as you can see from my stats, it evens out in the long run all the time, 100%. And as soon as it doesn't, I will let people know. But at this stage, it has not changed. So to move on to the second question, what about upics? Now, this is a little bit difficult because I don't necessarily track Upex exactly. I add up my each day's profit. So the best thing I can do, and I don't really take into account Spark, shares found or anything like that, but it should even out somewhat. All I do is just add up my profit for each month divided by how many chests I found each month, which will give me how much I'm receiving. So obviously we saw a big drop in February when they introduced the spawn fees, which took away 5000 out of my profit each day. But from that point onwards, it's been pretty even. There's obviously going to be slight ups, slight downs, better months, worse months. Um, January, as you can see here, was not a bad, uh, not a good month for UPEX. But as you saw earlier, it was a very good month for Sparks. So maybe I expect that to bounce back to in February. And so far this month, it does look like it is. So I can't say for sure whether we're getting less jackpot chess, but the amount of Spark I've been receiving hasn't really fluctuated to the level that I would suggest that Upland has reduced the amount that we're getting. Ah, So last bit of my little presentation, the crystal ball time. I So I think... I'm going to make two predictions in relation to spark um the first one is i think they're going to i think one day they're going to phase out i don't think this is too uncommon a thought they're going to phase out the spark daily bonus i think we're seeing that already it's not to do with totems it's more to do with this gamified um earnings and all that sort of stuff They, they want us to log in every day but they're trying to find other ways to make us log in other than collecting the daily spark so i think soon that will be gone we've already seen obviously spark chest and spark week go I think that'll be the next thing to go and then I've mentioned this one before I think somewhere down the track maybe not this year maybe I don't know I think spark chest will turn into a combination of spark and stem chest so when you do your hunts and you get your one in 20 you're a 50-50 you get a spark or a stem therefore reducing in the amount of spark coming to the into the world as well so and i think spark will just become rare and rare. and if people aren't out there trying to get it while they can i think you're going to be missing out so if you are interested in looking at your daily stats these are the two discord pages that i use so if you jump on the upland and just ask around you'll definitely get someone that will link you there or something like that um but upex buddy is the one i probably use the most they're pretty good they're a little bit fiddly to set up but once you've got them set up they're pretty easy to use And that's it. Very good, mate. Thank you very much. So shout out to Ko, who I know there's at least one person out there that watches these updates, and he was talking about trusting my figures and that the Spark Chests are still 1 in 20, even even if it doesn't feel like it at times. And I certainly don't feel like it is at times, but when you look at the stats, they don't lie.
0: That's good to know, reassuring. Yeah, I I actually, I think I did about eight, Eight hunts. I got the two spark chests. Most of the other ones were 290. This was in San Francisco, Francisco. but then I had one that was 7,400 and something. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to quit while I'm ahead and that'll do. do (laughs) Again, it
1: all averages out. You might get a really good spark, like the throwing up chest. It always evens out. So, if you like, I I mentioned this before in a different stream. If you have the focus to do an X amount of chests per day, it might be 10, which means you'll get one spark chest every second day on average so if you did 10 searches every day it's the minimum fee for a to spawn a chest it's probably not a bad one every second day you should get a spark chest you might go three weeks and not get one but then you might get three in a day I mean sometimes I wish it was just one into every 20 but then that'd be pretty boring too it's certainly exciting when you get four in a row yeah
0: for sure all right well thank you very much mate and that kind of takes us over to totems. As you said, well that's the end of the totem series. Is just well, The first run has just ended. I only had my Red Wolf. I started with 1,100 because I had two totems for the drop. My stats are I fed it 1,274. I was a bit screwed up at the start, and at the end I kind of didn't really feed it properly either. I ended with 2,424, which means even without... Like a really optimized feeding regime. I ended up walking away with a profit of a bit over 1,300. So more than doubled my protein. How'd everybody else go? Have a win. Did you come good in the end?
1: All right. So I started off really bad with feeding mine. I only, as you know, I only started the one on a 30, which turned out to be a 36 hour cycle. Um, It was. Start off really bad. The amount I fed it at the start was good. I managed to guess that right, but um, after that, obviously not knowing the cycles and I saw advice, like people said, let your spend score come down before you feed it. I did a day and a half later and it was, I missed the cycle. Then it was all over the shop. And then Billman's tool came out and I started using that and everything started to skyrocket from that point. Got it back on track. So hats off to I and mean, That tool has been absolutely amazing. Hopefully they don't change it too much, and we can rely on that for future. Um, but all up, I end up with about seven eight hundred somewhere around the 800 mark up, which not fantastic, but it's not terrible.
0: I just went to look at my totem in the app, and it's saying in cycle disqualified. Can you have a look at that? Maybe it's just the generic message that it comes up at the end of the... Yeah,
1: that's just because the cycle's finished. I got the same. So I did my last collection today, and then it came up Disqualified after that.
0: That's weird how they put that in there. Why would you put that language in there? It's just going to get people to go, oh, why did I get Disqualified? CMs, help me, help me.
1: Why not just say finish? Congratulations, you finished your cycle or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. What's LeBan said? One thousand four hundred and thirty three in the positive with two totems. Yeah, very nice. Very good. I don't know. How about you, Lily? Are you there? Did how'd you go with your totes?
2: Well, mine aren't Wait. finished yet. Um I got one collection of each to go. But um, yeah, I've doubled. So I had a brown and a green. So nothing big, very mediocre totems. And I've doubled, more than doubled by a couple of hundred. And I've still got a collection of each to go, so it's another couple of hundred.
0: Very good. Yeah, I think we're all we'll all be sitting by with bated breath, waiting for to see if they are going to tweak things dramatically, or whether the Buellerman and you know the Red Hook stats and all of that can directly patch over to the next cycle.
1: But I think they're going to tweak things slightly. I don't think they'll tweak it thoroughly. And I'm no, confident yeah. in saying. I'm confident in some, well, I hope not, I hope not. Um, but I'm confident in saying that the times won't really change. And the reason why I say that is because they're not going to change the gold. Gold's going to stay at the 48 hours. There's no way they can change that. So if they can't change that, what's the point in changing all the others? That's my theory anyway. So I think if you sort of, if you try and get your numbers down to the same color, like even if you have 10, if they're all in the same cycle, should be easy for you to look after. So I think that's what most people are looking at and I think bring on trading season. I think the next week until I guess we'll find out when the next season or the next cycle starts, but I think for the next week or so, it's going to be trading season.
2: I was not stringent in my feeding at all. I just fed in the first half of the cycle. That's as close as I got. I just said, okay, I have to feed in the next four or five hours and I just fed at any point in there.
0: You got a green one. You should have been able to look after that pretty nicely every 24 hours.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I just knew that, oh, within six hours I had to feed it. That was it. That was as close as I got.
0: Yes, not setting up multiple alarm clocks like some of the dedicated people are out there. There's, well, I've seen some absolutely whopping numbers that people are putting out there that they've managed to pull in, so good on them. Yes. Now, last week I was a bit um, not I was going to say harsh. I wasn't harsh. I was just not real interested in the whole seasonal pass thing. Swally kind of made some very good points. Lily made some points. A whole bunch of people made some good points. And I found a partner in Luco1. Shout out to him who managed to reserve two of them for me in UPX. I gobbled those up, burnt one, and I thought I'll hang on to the other one just as a bit of a collector's item. And we have seen that the first kind of rewards for for that came through. And I couldn't understand what was happening at first i was like what 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 is this and then it turns out it's like an nfl pa animated block explorer ball thing and i was like whoa um okay i definitely wasn't expecting that um i don't know whether i should say i was underwhelmed or expectations were too high i thought it was going to be a bit more on theme with the whole frost theme, but then people are putting carnival ornaments up for frost season, so I don't really get the whole tie-in with it. It seems very bizarre to me. Anybody else got their two objects on that on that one?
1: Um, I look. Like I said last week, I'm 99% sure that's not going to be for me, but I'd be in it and see how it is. I'm underwhelmed. Again, we're Australians too, so not super into the NFL or the big game. I think we're not allowed to say the other words. Um, It's something different. I personally haven't equipped any of it to my Block Explorer. I don't intend to. they have got another badge, which I really don't care about. I wish there was an option in the settings to turn off badges on the Block Explorer because I just find them annoying sitting there just cluttering up the Block Explorer more than it already is. Um, but you know, we' still got five weeks of this, so who knows what's gonna come, so maybe something cool comes, but I don't know
0: yes well we we have seen those kind of overlays before with um you know Halloween events and whatnot, but it was it was the cool part was to see like that that was animated, so that was at least interesting, Lily, what was your take on the whole thing?
2: I was quite upset when I saw what they gave us, yeah, I was expecting something pretty even if i didn't like it i was expecting something pretty and that was just oh my god i was so excited and then i was just like no you've taken away all my excitement you're really gonna have to wow me now to get me back on board otherwise i'm not buying the next one
0: yes you'd think you'd go with the old sandwich technique hey you put something really cool out in front and then you put a couple of, you know, some filler in the middle and then you end with something cool to lead into the FOMO for the next season. To start off with these ones, it's um, it's bold.
2: Yeah, it's more like they should have just given that to everybody as a, hey, this is the kind of thing we're doing and this is the weekend of the thing, so we're going to give it to everybody. Yeah. But, um, yes, for a seasonal pass item, I was Quite depressed.
0: <laughs> early days, though. Early days. We might, um, we might be singing a different tune this time next week. We'll see how we go.
2: Oh God, I hope so.
0: Pretty good. All right, and of course, we also had the big Ethereum bundle. Uh, that was absolutely massive news. So I, I think it was a Saturday. I pushed out a quick little episode to kind of get my thoughts out on that. Um, not going to rehash that too much. Um, seemed to have gone off without too many dramas, at least, and. At the time of recording, when I checked just before, there's still 23 of the one Ethereum bundles available. So if that's something that's been gnawing away at you, the FOMO on that, there's still a bit of time left to get in there. I do know there's um, a few of the properties have started to get distributed. I haven't seen anybody with mega jackpots yet, although I did have a couple of people reach out um, maybe one or two days ago, mornings ago, trying to get a valuation on some of the old school San Francisco collection properties that they've suddenly found themselves having very high mint properties minted in there. So, um, those, those properties of course are super awesome to get, but if you've only got one of them, what do you do with it? Especially if it's a, you know, if you're talking about a two mil mint property, um, if you look at the secondary markets, if you want to fill out the other collection, well, you're probably going to have to drop another five mil to finish off the collection. Or if you want to flip that property, you're going to have to list it. Maybe you could go USD under mint if you really wanted to, but to try and sell that um, just straight up on the, on the markets is going to be a real struggle, I think, because some of those big old collections, they just don't move. Um, So it's, I think it's going to encourage a lot of uh, trading, which is not something I don't trade properties necessarily, but if you're in that position and you've got one of those high value collection properties, well, your best bet, and it's pretty much the advice I gave to the people, was just put some time and effort in and see if you can find somebody out there who's already got you know, two of them or another one and you know, try and put a couple of deals together. Um, because yeah, some of, those, some of those big props, they're going to be hard to move.
2: And a lot of the people who own them don't actively play the game. They yes, price them and left.
0: Yes. SF1, yep. Yeah, well, probably they priced them and left them because, especially you talk about the San Francisco Financial District, those were expensive properties to get, very good dividends. They're going to come back in 12 months and say, hey, where's all my dividends? <laughs> yep.
2: so. Yeah.
0: Oh, boy. So that will be an interesting one to behold. Um, but yes, as I said, still 23 of the one Ethereum bundles out there, if that's your bag. Moving on, the other big news we had, of course, was the information about the two new starter cities. Now, this kind of come out the blue, and there's a bit of new stuff in here. So we'll run through this quickly. Um, two new starter cities, Stockton and Trenton. I only know Stockton from the USC fighter, isn't it? What's the Diaz brothers, aren't they? From Stockton. That's about the only thing I know of. As Upland continues to grow, yes, yeah, So starter cities, 85% of the properties are going to be FSA. The interesting part in here is they're limiting FSA to 10 now. Um, that's good and bad. Uh, it's good in the sense that, you know, people are going to have to be really careful about what they actually mint. And, you know, there's this is not... Ven- it's uh, not for the collections are known up front. So there's a lot of strategy at play here on what you can mint, um, doing deals with established players and this, that, and the other thing. But that's only if you're already engaged in the community. If you're just going to come into the game and you think, okay, 10 FSAs, I'll just mint this one, this one, this one, this one. And then yada, yada, yada. You find out that you missed out on massive opportunity. You're going to be a bit disappointed, but that's always been the case. So maybe not much happening there. Interesting that this is just going to release whenever, and they're not going to give us any heads up. Uh, When the neighbourhoods expand, it's just going to suddenly happen. So that's kind of cool too. I like the way they're doing that. Any thoughts on that? New cities? Excited?
2: I think they're needed, as long as they're priced accordingly.
0: That's going to be interesting, yeah. Especially with the, I believe the starter Apex mount is still, did it get? did it get left at 6,000? I know when I first joined, it was four.
2: I don't I know, know what it is anymore, but, um, it's not a lot. And even if you do your daily check in to get your bonus, um, you can't buy you, your three on the street anymore with it. Like, yeah.
0: Well, there's all those, that mission system as well. So maybe they're going to expand that. Maybe there's going to be a way to do it. Um, so, yeah, I, I like the idea of this. Uh Personally, I looked at this and went, "Oh crap!" Now Samurai Aquatics has got to buy two more showroom locations in two more cities just when we finished getting them all done. So, yeah, interesting to see. Swally shaking his head. Don't no. know about I it? wouldn't.
1: I wouldn't if they're just FSA cities. Like, and Stockton's right next to all the five boroughs anyway, so it's only a train ride. Yeah, yeah, personally.
0: I've cracked the seal, and once you crack the seal, when you put it out there, well, I'm not going to spam 30 addresses. I just say Summer Aquatics available in every city. Well, you kind of got to <laughs> yeah, stick with that, right.
1: don't you? Okay, almost every city.
0: <laughs> Painted myself into a bit of a corner there, so we'll stick with it. Yeah, fair call. Cool. There we go. All right, moving on to the Monster Mayhem. Now, this one, I I got up and I read quickly looked at this and I thought, what the hell is this? What's this all about? Um, okay. Upland is thrilled to announce an electrifying opportunity. Um, My first thought is, why didn't we get this sort of stuff at Halloween? Because We're waiting around in Halloween for something to happen, and this is kind of pretty cool. I do know that there was a few people a bit, maybe butt hurts a bit too strong, but they weren't really impressed that um, some of the art and whatnot in this was clearly recycled from the Halloween stuff. I think that's a very smart move. I'm forever telling DTEC, just recycle stuff. You know, you don't got to put in another 300 hours making the stuff. Just, you know, mix it up a bit, tweak it here, change the color there. So I don't have a problem myself with this. Um, $24, that's it's getting a bit hexy. Uh, I guess that's related to how rare it was. I believe there was only, what was there, 300 or something? 300 total that you could get. But then you got to you got to blend them all, burn them all, and... Was it true that I read there's only three of each? Uh, sorry, not 10 of each. Burn the combos. I didn't really
1: read it. Properly. Yeah, so if you look at the um, the cards, go back up a little bit. If you look yep. at the cards, the last one, if you zoom in, you can see mint numbers, and there's 10. ten yeah. So the oh. top one, so yep. the noodle noodle fangs mints of 10. So if you're lucky enough to actually get that in the purchase when you buy it because obviously one of those three at random they're going to be worth 100 bucks plus each i mean i don't know how much they're going to be worth but there's only 10 so depending on who wants them how much they're willing to pay
0: does that number but just seem
2: crazy
1: it's ridiculous like i mean i wasn't keen to get involved anyway i registered i was number 800 basically so i went up i made the decision for me um, the prices for all this weren't out at that stage either. So I'm not upset about missing it. But when I saw that 10, because that, that mini truck or whatever it is, the monster truck does look pretty cool, but you're going to be paying hundreds of dollars, if not several hundred dollars by the time you actually get it.
0: Yeah, I mean, one block explorer, one map asset for $24. So yeah, that's pretty Yeah, that.
1: Goldie had a good point on that. Like whenever you get a block explorer, normally it's a sweetener. So you're paying for like 25 25- thousand Mm. upex and you get a block explorer this time you're getting a map asset with a block explorer so if you use the same theory or logic you're um actually paying 25 dollars just for a map asset so
0: which i guess that's not outrageous if
1: not outrageous and it is a gate to buy the cuts. so
0: yeah if there's other some kind of layer 2 functionality or something or who knows with the season decoration things gamified earnings maybe it'll play a part but just the the mint numbers on this just seems crazy. Ten, bizarre. Anyhow, I just was there. Any ever context given to why this is happening? Is it in there, or is it just something fun? It's a sale.
1: Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. Again, keep the lights on, I guess.
0: Yes. Well, that's that's a fair enough point. So let me just get out of there. Um, yeah, I thought, I just looked at it. And went, oh, that's interesting, and. When I did other stuff, it wasn't enough to, to get me to even have much of a look at it at all. All right, that's that's the general around the ground stuff. And, of course, the big news, the main topic you have got pinged for the show is unveiling gamified Upex earnings in Upland. Upland's pegged that down as a new season of rewards and engagement. Now, some very kind of immediate criticism of that was can you really call it rewards where if you're doing all of this stuff you're pretty much just getting back what you've lost sure you can put in the extra work and then you can get ahead of where we currently are and that could be considered a reward but yeah very very interesting now i did say upx dividend annihilation because yeah again that was my initial thought i did say it wasn't that many shows back where I kind of put a prof- prophecy out there where the last time I went over 2 million up dividends per month, then the dividend rate got smashed. And what do you know? Here we are. I just went over 2 million again in December and <laughs> a bit later it gets smashed again. So am I cursed? Of course not, but yeah, it's just funny. And even X ones put um replied in general to say, yeah, you called it. So a bit of a funny one. That one, I, I think everybody was expecting a dividend drop. I don't know that we're expecting a dividend drop from 14.7 to 4.9. That my eyes literally bulged out of my head when I read that. I was like, "Wow, that is that is um savage." it's, been, it's literally what I said dividend annihilation. Um you can see, if you look into the numbers, you can see why they've put it at that point, you know, times three equals where we are now. So, yeah, I, I get it. That's um, Again, that's brave, I, I would say, but here So, it might not be all bad news, though, as I kind of said in the intro. So, let's have a look. Um, this was an interesting one, a leaderboard. Now, this also got me raising my eyebrows straight away. Okay, so, why would they implement a leaderboard for this leaderboard to me instantly sounds like competition, and my first thought was, "Hang on a minute, are they going to make this a competition where only the top hundred who complete all these are going to be able to get their rewards?" Obviously, when you read into it, that's not the case. But yeah, leaderboard what? It's
2: temporary.
1: Leaderboard. Oh, yeah, better jump in and say it. it's only a temporary fix. Probably by next season, it's going to be um, tasks in your tasks.
0: Yes. So I have, I'll put that in there, Ben sixty-eight. I was using all caps and oh, there was one capital B for a Ben and it wouldn't read it. So if you're trying to get your name in there and it won't won't register, you've got to put it in lowercase. Um we'll get to this later. But mint three properties, I did that. Mint six, I did that. Five races no, log in no, visit five cities. Well, yeah, I did that this morning. That one's updated at least. Um, completed structures, no. Not going to be doing
1: that. No. Yeah, I've I've got the same problem. I've bottles. completed I've completed both the three structures and the five structures, and both say no for yeah, me. So,
0: yeah, I'll check. I'll check tomorrow morning and see if it's updated.
1: I think if check next not, week.
0: Yeah, if not, it'll be more support tickets. I did myself and a few other people. there's a whole bunch of us actually saying, "Look, this needs to be an in-game checklist system where you can clearly see." What's been done? What can work off? And that makes sense because if you get if you get um, six of them done, and there's only a couple more to do, well, then that's going to be extra incentive to try and do it. That's as you said, that is apparently on the way. Why wouldn't they have that all set up ready to go? I mean,
1: yeah. So the cost of
2: doing those extras would far outweigh any benefit.
0: Would it though? Yeah, because was- now they're going to have to deal with hundreds of hours of support tickets of people saying, "Hey, my name's not on the leaderboard. <laughs> I did
2: this, and where is it?" They're, 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 you're,
1: you're... Uh, it's only yeah. the no, start. They'll no, you know. figure it out.
2: The cost of us doing the extra tasks—I tasks. mean, yeah—would yeah. far outweigh the benefit that we get. Because, you- yeah, I mean, I- unless you're a big, big player, and you were going to do those anyway. Mm
1: how do you mint three new collections if you don't have a city release during the season?
0: Yeah. Well, it's going to be
1: very expensive. Interesting. Um, so... I think what Upland are trying to get at, and I think that's what we'll all fall into, is most of us will just go, yeah, there's five really easy ones to get those five, and we'll just stay exactly where we are by just doing what we already do, which is, I think, what they're trying to achieve. Just keep giving us what we're already getting, but they can cull some of the dead wood or whatever you want to call it and pay others less that aren't really contributing to the. And i I realized, and my missus falls into this category, the smaller accounts are going to struggle a little bit more. Um, so, yep. but having said that, I mean, the, as this goes back to what I was saying about the daily logins and the spark going, I think at some point in the future that will go, but the reason you'll log in each day is to pick over or seven days in a row to get one of the tasks done and Then 25 out of 45 or whatever it is to get task two done. If you're in New York, like I am, that's only 10 or 20, 30 EPIC bus ride from each one of the five boroughs. So that's the five cities done in done. in 20 minutes for the cost of less than 100 uppics. That's if you're in New York, obviously. If you're not, you know, I think the West Coast is about 100 upx or a bit more, uh, a little bit more expensive. but still pretty easy with all the cities fairly close. If you're in London, well, good luck. Um, yeah. or, to- but, or Tokyo
2: is, is easy, like for most of us, yeah.
1: yeah. But the smaller accounts, like if someone just started and they're in Tokyo, I mean, it's like two and a half thousand uppics just to go anywhere.
2: Mm-hmm. I did so, ask that question Are we going to release more cities in those areas that only have one or two cities so that people can complete those tasks without going broke? And I just got back eventually, so um. One would think eventually should come sooner. So if you're in South America, you don't have to fly. If you're in, you know, Europe or Asia, you don't have to fly. Would just make life easier for the newer players.
0: Now it does say here that they they are thrilled to introduce the first iteration of gamified Apex innings. So there's clearly more to come.
1: Yeah, they'll Um, they'll
2: tweak it. it.
0: Yeah. This feature is designed to enhance the gaming experience by rewarding the most active and engaged players. This initiative underscores our commitment to recognising the vital role that active participants plays. Yada, yada, yada. So, yeah, why game forward? Upex earnings. They want to reward, in air quotes, the active players. Makes sense. And they don't want to pay out as much dividends and whatnot to people who aren't engaged, which is fair enough. Can't really fault them for that, as I say, the more you participate, the greater your rewards. So I think I put a tweet out not long after that dropped, where it was, you know, do five things in brackets that you're probably already doing to maintain your chichings or something. I thought that kind of rhymed pretty well. So, hundred
1: percent.
2: Yeah, 100%. yeah I it mean, work? it's not bad. Yeah, it's sorry. just unfairly skewed against the newer players at the moment.
0: Yeah, it it doesn't really like as somebody. Well, most of us in this call, our accounts established enough where we can take this on board, and it might be a short term, a little short term sting into your savings for a week or two weeks, and then you've got it checked off, and business as usual, you get on with your life. But yeah, if you are a new person trying to get established, um, yeah, it's definitely going to make the task much harder, and it definitely definitely leaning heavily and heavily into the, you know, pay to play, pay to earn model. Um, I don't think there's going to be too many, uh, green turtles. that are going to come out the gate and do everything for pretty much for free and get all the way to C E. but never know. So I don't think we've got, there's not much information up yet about the whole season aspect of things, except for the structure ornament parts. Um, I've, my structure ornaments have just been gobbled up in my meta venture. Uh, I've been happy enough to make some USD on there. I put them up for sale. I don't know, a couple of months ago, just at the price that I was willing to sell them for. I did think maybe I should go and, you know, recheck and relist them at higher prices. But I just thought to myself, what the hell? I'm not going to do anything with these crates. Pretty much most of them. So if somebody wants to snap a bargain, good on you. I'll bank the USD and pay the bills. So it's going to be interesting to see that as well as, as the spread, because now the, the cost to get involved in some of those, the, the prices of those uh, structure ornaments that are currently out there, as you would be expected, the floors are getting up and up and up and getting kind of to ridiculous level as more UGC um, content gets out there, uh, more options available, prices will inevitably come down. We've seen this with map assets. So that's that's probably one of those eventually things as well.
1: And if this is ongoing, you can plan ahead. Yep. Can I just say though, with this, yep. if you scroll back up and oh no, I leave it there. So, um, sorry, leave it where you just were. So even like I was thinking about this with your account, your maximum is 15.2. So if you take off every single task, like from your point of view, are there tasks on there that you probably won't get done just by not going out of your way? Just which ones?
0: Well, oh, like the like the the new collections and the racing and there's a there's a couple there that I've got no interest. So in. I mean, you've like, got cars. So... Racing is, I, and yeah. I said this in um, I don't know if it was the debate channel or something. I was saying, racing pretty much doesn't work on mobile. You just sit there looking at a loading screen. So you
1: got your you got your laptop there now, but um, but from your point of view, I I, I think the competitive treasure hunts probably one that you're not going to do and probably even if you did do you probably get annoyed at um because it's not that easy for you and you're one of the bigger accounts in our plan it's worth a hundred thousand dollars for a six week yeah. or for a month sorry is it really months. yeah upex yeah hundred thousand Upex for that for that month yep is that really worth the effort the 0.5 percent no. no yeah and I, I don't no, think I, it is I at the any same level
0: math. Yeah, I did the exact same math and come out with 100K. I'm like, for 100K, oh, I'll just flip some more properties <laughs> if I yeah, want so 100K.
1: For me, it's 20K. And I'm like, well, if I went in, if I didn't have the three collections and I want not in, admit it, it's going to cost me way more than 20000 to get a collection, let alone three. So I think Upland just want us to get to that five completed tasks just to get that 14.7. And I, if you look at it from the point of view, well, it's either this option or we're going to drop these all down to 10%. You know, which one would yeah. you prefer? So oh, I'd I get this one. Yeah. I get what Lily's saying about newer accounts. And I said, my Mrs. his account, we were discussing whether she's going to continue playing on. She's had trouble with the fences and they're not working and she's just not all that interested anymore. So I'm like, maybe it's time we just give up your account, I'm like, just sell everything and, and give up and I'll just right. continue on doing my thing. Um, I try and help her as much as I can, but I can't. Keep man- I can't like manage her account as well as mine. It's just too much involved.
0: And you get yourself in trouble eventually, yeah. So Yeah, so I, I think there's a missed opportunity here. I think it would have been really cool if, okay, sure, the base earning, they want to drop that to 4.9, which, as I said, got my eyes bulging out of my head. Um, the max earning, 14.7, takes us where we are. I think there's a missed opportunity there for the stretch earning to go back to the OG amount, 17.3. That would have been cool.
1: Now that and would have been you're nice. You're talking
0: about a carrot that you're thinking, well, hang on a minute. Maybe I'll do those extra couple of steps.
1: And do the math on that for you. Probably be a quarter of a million, I um Yeah. I, would, I, I know it's not the same as putting money in a bank, but what bank would ever give you 4.9% interest? Yeah,
0: I know. It's, it's, it's,
1: so it's, it's still not terrible for 4.9%. I mean, if the game started at 4.9%, would you be going... And got this news today. Would you be having a different view?
2: Actually, the banks are getting there now. Um, Slowly, <laughs> investment interest has gone up. It's four point yes. something.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I don't know. But the, that was part of the discussion in general as well. And I said, well, you know what? When I first started off, I distinctly remember thinking, if I can just get my earnings to ten thousand upx a month, then I'll be doing really well. And that kind of fueled it definitely fueled some of the money they that, that I put into the game early on uh, mm. before I kind of went in much heavier with crypto and whatnot.
1: So. But it's an incentive for new players too, to be able to achieve those five tasks, which they won't be able to do. So they might need to buy a car or they might need mm. to. It also, I guess it kind of makes them maybe settle in a, in a Queens or something like that as their hub, because you can do those five cities at, well, well under a hundred opics and less than half an hour. Um, so in in, in New York, you probably t- do four of those tasks without really trying, then getting a card, get your number five, and you're done. But what other challenges next season? They're probably f- entirely different.
0: Yes. Um, this of course did spark a whole bunch of you know very passionate butthurt hurt in the community. I think somebody responded to one of mine saying. I forget what the term they used, but it's like, um, oh, you sound like you've been conditioned. You're you, you, you're taking this on board and saying, well, it's not all that bad, just because you know you've been conditioned to expect the worst or whatever. So I don't know. I, myself and pretty much everyone else was was expecting a dividend cut. Um, you know, I wouldn't have been surprised to see it drop to fourteen point seven, and that's just is what it is. Um, so yeah, it's. No, we're at 14. Well, it it is 40, now, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. So I, I wouldn't have been 10. surprised to see that. To, yeah, as you said to drop to 10 or something like that. So,
1: you know. Well, again, and I've never read the white paper. Goldie, you said that in the original white paper, they had always planned for it to drop down to zero at some point in the future. I don't know how far in the future. If that's true, well, then maybe this is an alternative route. Like, I'm not saying it won't still go to zero sometime, but maybe this is a slower yeah. way to get there.
0: Well, they've always said it could go up or down. So
1: it will never go up. Yes.
0: So, for those but the 15 to maximize...
1: point, sorry, yeah, the 15.2 has got to change because that's just not worth doing all those extra tasks. It's not
0: a carrot. Yeah, it's not. No, it's really not a carrot. Um, for those looking to maximize their returns, the max earning offers the current rate achievable by completing any five of the tasks. Yes. Beyond this, the stretch. Yes, yes, yes. Um, home address. Now, did we get confirmation that? Because it looks like in that leaderboard, at least, like you you do your five tasks and you get the fourteen point seven percent. Well, I, I've got I've got a home address and maybe I do some racing. What if I get to? What if I get to six or seven of the tasks? Does that does that jump up somewhere in between the two?
1: My understanding is it's not. Once you get to five, you've got the fourteen point seven, and then you need to complete all of them to get to fifteen point two. So if you're one short, then you get the same as if you only did five, which is why I think you just play the game as we, because we log in pretty much every day and and do what we do anyway. Oh, every, most of yeah,
0: yeah, you're right. Yeah,
1: yeah. So most of us that are regular players will get to the five comfortably. I think even new players can do it with a little bit of effort. Um, obviously not as easy, especially if you're in Tokyo or something. Um, but maybe they need to rethink. But again, it'd be nice to know if this is ongoing as well. Are these tasks going to be the same for each season or are they going to be different? Because you go and move from Tokyo to New York, like I'm suggesting, and use the borough as your five cities. And then they don't do that one ever again. Like all this unknown that we always keep happening.
0: Yeah, that's the constant frustration, isn't it? Um- yep. And it, it says here, uh, designed to encourage a high level of participation. But realistically, you could do your five in one day and then not come back again until the next so No, because you've got to
1: log in 25 times.
0: Yeah, but you could do one of the other ones if you had to. I mean, you could do some racing and whatnot. So you
1: could. Yeah, if you're minting properties, yeah. buying properties and, and well, completing collections. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's easy when you get $2 million a month in earnings
0: indeed yes so that's exactly what i did so i i was in sf and i said so what i'm going to do here so i i had a look at the markets where do i want to mint a property where i've got a very high chance of selling it for a somewhat decent markup um so i flew to tokyo that was where i wanted to buy well mint some properties while i was on the way to tokyo i scrolled over the top of Detroit and bought up six burner properties there, which I'll just flip for USD. Um, so those two were taken care of very easily. Then I got back on the plane and I flew to LA and then I think I got the train to, what is it? Bakersfield, Fresno, and back to SF or something like that. And that was that one taken care of at least. The login for 25 days one, that's that can't be relevant this time around. There's not
1: enough time for that one. No, you've got this whole season, so you got till mid March to get that done. Okay. So start on the first of February, so you've got till mid March, and then this doesn't kick in till the next season, which will be the first of April. Yeah.
0: So that one's. That one's, I mean, yeah, sure. If you're going to be active, that one's done. Log in for seven consecutive days. Most of us do that anyway. As you said earlier on, for the spark bonus, five different Bring cities. As five different cities, as you've said, if you're in a hub area, it's easy to do. Apply a frost ornament. That's a bit trickier. For the my, most of the established people, would have one of those that's applicable. I do have them, but I just, I'm just so sick of those little crates. I don't think I've, I've even put one up. Um, for new do, players, at the moment, that's it. probably out of reach because of the prices.
1: They'll do a new sale, I think, sometime in the next week or two. Well, they'll have to be within the next week or two because it's well, already one week they,
2: in. They said there's a sale coming for the shop owners. Um, so.
0: So they, well, that doesn't, that's, well, maybe, if, but that's going to be a USD-only sale too, probably, so it's not likely to be one of these things where it could be a UPX purchase and USD under mint. It's probably going to be a USD sale and then, you know, that the floor on that's going to bump up. So that's going to be out of the hands of most newbies. So I really think it's going to take the spread of UGC to really help the newbies out on that one. Um, Complete construction of structures in three different cities. That's, I could do that easily. Um,
1: I yeah, not new you know, players. One. Yeah, new players, that's totally out of, out of there. They both are out. Yeah, these two are just ridiculous yeah. for new players. Unless you use a Spark exchange, so, you know, kudos to them probably getting a whole heap of new business.
0: Yes, well, I mean, all of them are available if you're going to full-on dive into pay-to-play. That that That's the one thing, so... Um, Maybe that's deliberately what it's pushing. I'm not sure. Collect three competitive treasures. That's that's hard enough for established players to do unless you're going to do it at funky hours in kind of second tier cities. Um, new players, that's they've got no chance whatsoever for that.
1: The best time um, to do that is perfect for our time is probably just before the reset. Um probably the last hour before the reset because that's when the least amount of players on. So I'd go to a tier five city or something like that. And you shouldn't have too much of a drama. You if go to you Fresno
2: have... right now and pick one up that's been sitting there for an hour. Oh,
0: really? <laughs>
1: yes. so, yeah. Well, don't go, don't Fresno go to. Fresno
0: Oakland. <laughs> that was your hunting grounds.
1: Don't go to Queens. I, cause, <laughs> Russell.
2: Yeah. I don't like Fresno or Brooklyn. I mean, or Bakersfield, but I'll go there. If I'm not doing anything and just pick one up every three hours and they just sit there, there's nobody hunting because it takes you so long to get sends after you've got a treasure, you end up paying more for the sends than you did get in rewards from the treasure. (laughs)
0: I just realized I skipped over the third one there too. Participate in five multiplayer races and win at least two. Um, Yeah, LeBan and I just did that. that (laughs) Yeah, I can see that being coordinated with a group of people like, okay, your turn, my turn, your turn, my turn. But that's, you're talking hours and hours and hours of commitment to do that. So
1: We did it. LeBan and I just did that in, what, 20 minutes? Yeah. He won the last one.
0: And you can, a new player can pick up a secondary car, probably USD under Mint for not much at all, I would imagine. So that that's probably... Uh,
1: and it's one. given that they're talking about new city releases with vehicle-only access, it's probably not the worst idea to buy a new car, but that'll obviously send the price of cars up. So, yeah, double-edged sword.
0: Yeah, and especially those, t- those first two as well, the Mint 3 properties. Now, that's an interesting one because I guarantee there'll be people like me who... They just mint those properties, and they got no plans for those properties other than to dump them on the USD app market. So, does that help the game overall? I'm not sure about that one. The buy six properties on the secondary market—that definitely does. I've had—I would imagine some of the 500 sales I've had in the last two weeks, at least some of those in the last week would have been related to that. People going around and gobbling up cheap properties to tick that box off. So. And then, of course, you've got collect five standard treasures in treasure hunts, as Swali said. Pretty easy to do that with your free standards per day. No excuses, really, even for noobs. Um Yeah, I forgot about that whole free process. So, yeah, that that, that one's a given. Uh, complete three property collections for the first time. That one is... Easy
1: That's if there's a city release. Goes. Easy yeah. for a city release if you've got up the epic suspend for a city release, unless they're friggin' 100,000 RPEX on more properties, like we've seen lately. Yeah.
0: Well, they um, should have more cross-city collections, you know, like the European one, the Nomad one, and all that sort of stuff. There should, there should be a lot more mix-and-match collections to help with
1: that. Well, try and – I. when I first started, I remember – and I didn't get this because I was too new a player, but you had the East, Central, and West Coast collections or something for a short period of time. And then you had these international ones, so I figured that was gonna be the same deal where they're just around for a few months or something. But they seem to be sticking around forever, are they? So I don't know, are we gonna have temporary ones like that again? Like the East West Central or That'd
0: be good, wouldn't it? And I, especially if they can make it seasonal themed. If you're gonna have Carnival as a season as a season, we'll make some extra temporary collection associated with that. That's, that's still helping the secondary trading. Voice, it's yeah. properties and you know. So um, because, yeah, complete three property collections, that's, I could probably do that if I really, really wanted to do, but I don't really want to, so. Um, no,
1: it'll cost you more than it's worth, but if there's no city release, I, no one's going to get it done, I don't think.
0: Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I would expect this list of possible things to do is going to chop and change around. There'll probably be other things added. There'll be some things taken away, so I don't think it's a fixed in stone kind of thing, but yeah, I think for the established, the established player base, that's well up to speed with all of this stuff. As we've kind of said, it doesn't really impact us on us at all. However, I think this significantly impacts on the newer players, which, you know, by association impacts on all of us. If we're going to put this out as a, Uh, metaverse super app and we want to get you know hundreds of thousands of daily active users um i don't know i think there's there's so much other stuff that needs to be done in the interim which is part of the kind of rant i got into in the upland discord server was you know we still got you try and do anything in upland on the mobile app now and it's white screen crash after white screen crash um if i was a new player coming in and i was trying to Scroll over Midtown Terrace in a Treasure Hunt, or I was over Monero or Red Hook or somewhere, and I'm just getting white screen crash after white screen crash. I'm probably not even going to get to the point where I'm going to be looking at this stuff. I'm just going to say, well, I don't know what this is, but it's clearly not ready for anything. So I, I think okay. there's so much other stuff that needs to be worked on, that needs some love and attention, some time, some money, some focus.
1: Okay, and start using that new lappy. Um, in relation to new players, though, why can't, we've seen the competition for the frost ornaments being broken up into our ranks. Why can't this be the same sort of deal? Yeah, And Lots and make it a little, them. especially right. uplanders or something like that, yep. like make it so there are challenges that they can do without too much of an expense yep. and have the different levels, different challenges like or different tasks, so to speak. That, to me, makes more sense.
0: Yeah, well, you could have um, for chief executives, mint three tier one properties, or assuming you've got the properties available for them, or buy six properties you know, in such and such city.
1: Tier or, one or 100,000 plus UPEX or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that, there's definitely ways that they could do it. I think they probably will. Um, Upland loves to put out minimal viable products um, and then deal with thousands of support hours worth of tickets Uh and then eventually what? get things sorted out. It is still famously state? in better five years later. So, what's the so saying? Throw it,
1: it, it all against the wall and see what sticks.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So yeah, um, Gamified Upex earnings summary: the base earnings is foundational. Yes, so dropped to four point nine percent. We can do a little bit of work, a little bit of clickety clacking to get our chichings back. As I said, stretch earnings for fifteen. 0.2%, probably not worth the time and effort required to put in there. Um, I would assume maybe there's going to be some extra reward, a badge, or who knows? There there may be some way that they can go to rewarding those players that put in that extra effort because at present it's I can't see how the math works on trying to do that other than it's a bit of a flex to say hey I got all of them. Um, poor old inactive players, of course, are going to come back. Um, they've probably only just adjusted to the earnings cap and they've set their alarms. Okay. In four months or whenever I get to the earnings cap, I've got to come back and then they're going to come back and they're not going to get a, they're not going to get a nice surprise. So that's all yet to play out as well. And yes, during the initial rollout, the leaderboard, which is a very interesting choice as I said, because the leaderboard's in upland <laughs> There's a long history of them not working very well. And as we've seen with the Neighbourhood Leaderboard, they rarely get updated properly or, you know, quickly, shall we say. Um, And they do say here as well, yes, future iterations will include in-game tracking through emissions. Yes, which it must do. So, And, yeah, earning tasks are subject to change within each season, with each season, sorry, so blah, 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 blah. So, yes, all in all, quite shocking to digest on a first look through perhaps but maybe not that big a deal in the end of it Um, just catching up on on chat Um, king cody said does the multiplayer races include kart races good question no idea in my opinion it should Um, now can you get me up to speed with what that is too you can't just race against ai can you it has to be human human participants in the races or at least a certain number of them. Doesn't say. Swally, are you aware of that?
1: Lily? I I don't follow the racing that much. My understanding is here two or more people. But Laban and I will find out tomorrow.
0: Did you have a heads up on that, Lily? Whether it can be all AI or there was a certain human element?
2: Yeah, I think as long as there's two, you're fine.
0: Yeah, so get together with a mate. Your turn, my turn, your turn, my turn. No, it is doable, but how fun is that going to be? Maybe if you can make it some kind of event, maybe get in with the URL or some of the other racing teams that are out there, I'm sure they're going to set up clubs and different events that are purely for this. So but I might add it, a extra bit of engagement there. We'll have to wait and see. All right. Run a little bit long for time this week, as expected, with so much to cover. So we'll race through this next bit. Moving on to quips. If you have an upland question, insight, provocation, or statement, don't forget that you can click the link to the Google form in the description. And if you include your in-game name, you win some kind of prize. This week, we've got a quips from the one and only LeBan. He's in chat, who asks... Do you slash we have any concerns that Upland pushes too much new and existing things these days? Timely question, given those um, funky, well, they're the monster truck sales. Um, further question, can they keep up themselves? Is support devs, community members, and the other team members scaled up to meet this push? The Metaverse game super app thing has really become a platform where I can't keep up with everything anymore. Absolutely, and more stuff is to come. I hope the end goal is to catch more players with different play styles, focus areas. Not negative, but as you have covered before, you need to find your thing in Upland. And as long as they keep their core value, which is play, earn, connect with properties in mind, he's a happy little Vegemite, as we say down here. So do we have concerns that Upland pushes too many new things these days? Uh, There's definitely been a noticeable increase of new stuff out there to buy definitely a noticeable swing to usd sales um i don't think that's surprising given the wider market of things all tech related stuff is still very much in a bear market um i don't think that's what would you say swally and i've said that before too trying to keep the lights on in the office i think that's fair enough we have seen Staff members drop too, I believe. Um, That's all probably part of it.
2: Yeah, you can't fault them for wanting to make money. I mean, if they don't, there goes the game.
0: Yep. And as many of us in generals and many of the CMs often say too, um... No point getting butthead about it because like um, I did with that monster thing, like Swally did, like I'm sure lots of others did too. You don't have to buy these things. <laughs> you know, The days of, I I want to do it because I want to do everything. Yeah. that They've always said that this is not going to be the case. You're going to have to pick your lane. You're going to have to find your niche. Um, I think that's just this really coming to fruition. It's really becoming obvious that that's, that's where this is headed maybe maybe you're all about i love blending nfts so maybe that monster mash bloody car thing maybe that was awesome and you you fomo'd in and bought 10 packs and you're all about it and you're all about trading and selling and trying to get it and if you finally manage to blend one and you get it well that's going
2: to be the highlight of your week well
0: good on you if that's your angle um yeah it's not for everyone
1: it's great
2: that there's choice now it's like you're not doing it because it's the only thing available you have a choice
1: exactly I agree with Lily there. It's great. Same with all these temporary buildings, like the limited ones, stuff like that. Don't have to build them if you don't want to, but it's definitely increased the spark rental price, along with probably the competitions that are going at the moment, having buildings on collection properties, stuff like that. I hope this is not the utility to spark that they're talking about. I hope that there's a lot more to it than this. Obviously factories, but you know, some need yeah. to have buildings on collection properties or something like that to maintain or or something like that, but or or more but i mean it's a start it's definitely improved the spark utility over the last month or two Uh, that's
0: uh, been my gripe for the longest time you can't push utility all off to layer two we need we need layer one utility as well
1: yeah i felt bad the other day you 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 directed someone to me to rent spark from and i had to knock him back because i'm actually going to the exchange and renting it myself i just don't have enough Oh, yeah, because really? I've got, well, because of all these temporary buildings, I've got like 15 of them lined up and then I needed to get some buildings on collection properties and I just didn't have enough. So I got, yeah, so I'd use some of my um, tycoon money to um, start some bills. So it's the first time I've actually paid for renting instead of get, lending my spark out. So I felt bad to that, I can't think of his name top of my head. I'm like, Dude, I've got 44 spark, but I just don't, it's not enough.
2: <laughs> I, I love I it. Know. <laughs> I've been using Tycoon too. Um yeah. I got two free microhomes built the other day and I paid what was it, ten per spark hour? Like it wasn't even five anymore and I was like quite happy to pay that. And it's yeah. like, wow, it it's getting I can't wait till it gets back to twenty. I mean, yeah, okay, it's not great to pay twenty, but 20 is at least what it's worth. I mean,
1: yeah. come on. I'd love it to be 20. We're getting there, but I think we need long-term sparky not these temporary ones that we have at the minute.
0: So yes, I'm with you, the band. I'm all about the play, earn, connect model as well. That's what I signed up for. That's what I have the most fun playing. And that's that's clearly been demonstrated over the last couple of weeks where I've just been on a sales rampage. That's set to continue because i'll skip ahead i put a little note in here for some news to catch up on that so yes i've got here my account downsizing rampage is still in full effect and i'm now at under 2,500 properties and racing towards my goal of getting down under a thousand properties and i've put a thanks out there to everyone who's been gobbling up my relentless upx and usd sales barrages but yeah just to go back to finish off with um, Leban's quips. thank you very much for that Leban. you have won yourself 10,000 upex after fees. and remember if like Leban you submit a quips and you want to claim a prize for doing so, you have to include your in-game or your name your in-game name in your submission. Right. now that moves us on to the dynamic node builders getting to know community members in this week's getting to know community members segment of Mesmi and the other members of the dynamic node builders. They're featuring the unflappable city pigeon for a bit of extra context. Before we take a look at his responses to the DMB questionnaire, city pigeon is currently an executive with a net worth, a bit over 53 million up with a whopping 3,247 properties and almost seven and a half spark. His home residence is in great company within the sunrise neighborhood of Las Vegas. Let's check out his DNB interview responses. Assuming I can click the right butteroonies. I think I have that set up here yeah, ready to go. Yeah, there we go. So City Pigeon, Uplander since June 2022. So have been around for quite a while. Guilty pleasure, pleasure poker. Most common internet search history. How-to videos. I hope they aren't those how-to basic videos. If you've seen those on YouTube, holy moly. You want to talk about going down a rabbit hole? Check those out. How-to basic Tattoos, yes. Um, been to Vegas, yes. Occupation, put stuff on walls, interesting. Painting, painter perhaps. Famous fact about where you live, it's underwater. So, what, like um, New Orleans or somewhere? Is that what that means with the, what have they got, the dykes? Interesting. Pet peeve, interrupting me when I'm talking. Oh, I'd be no good for that because I'm bad habit of mine. Celebrity, you know the most about. Jimmy Page married my cousin. Well, that's pretty cool. Would you survive the zombie apocalypse? Yes, yes. If no running involved. Interesting. Three Uplanders you chat with regularly. Freaky Man 51 Cohen98, and Metal Raider. Very cool. City Pigeon. Been around for quite a while, that one. Um, and sh- let me get back to that. So if you'd like to get yourself involved with that or you know somebody who you or the community might be interested in learning a bit more about, and send Mesmi or any of the other Dynamic Node Builders members a DM. So I kind of mentioned it briefly before too, Samurai Aquatics News. Yes, Samurai Aquatics now has an approved map asset showroom in every open city within Upland. Woohoo! Now, if only I had the time to sit down and actually finish getting them stocked up and properly them for business. I've just been too busy selling. Anyhow, what that does mean, though, is I'll now be able to easily list any prizes, etc., on reserve in whatever city the winners are currently in. And I've said here, which is kind of ominous, well, at least until the paid transportation mechanics kick in or new cities get released. Stockton and Trenton being examples um just as we're wrapping up some giveaways to do last week's challenge in the nba server competition wheel was to get yourself into the nba server of course and let us know if you were concerned about the sudden web 2 direction upland has taken with the seasonal passes why or why not did you get your Bukuro on and grab one or some why or why not name a roll on a list of all entrants for the chance to win 10,000 UPX after fees, and you get yourself another entry in the 2024 end of year prize giveaways. And now, what did you say in chat? Did you miss out this week, Levan? I thought I saw your name in there. I thought I saw your name there.
1: Maybe you no, that know. was me. I missed out. Oh,
0: is that you, Swally? Ah.
1: Yeah. I forgot. My bad.
0: All right. Angry, Mesmi, Cass, Levan, Brabant. A few names in there. All right. that's who's going to take this out. So I've got to write that down, don't I? Who we got? Trendy. My gosh, he's on a tear lately. Trendy. All right. Special shout out to Maui as well. Um, last week I just completely forgot to give that so forgot to give the prizes away. And she gave me a gentle tap on the shoulder and said, um, can you um kind of sort that out for me? Not not in as many words, but that was the gist of it. So yeah. Um, Not too bad. First time in three years, I've just completely blanked and forgotten to give the prices out. I got into it lickety-split, of course. Um, So, yes. Anyhow. Now, I did write some names down. Who we got in chat? Laban, Lily, King, Cody. Some new names here. Macro, Swali. I've got King Cody written down twice in my notes. I'm not going to write you down twice there, though. Ambroski. I think that's all we got. We didn't get any late entrance. We didn't get a Sir Ness jump in at the end of it. All good. So this is going to be for a Summer Aquatics Red Garden Bridge. Let's see who's going to get it. Broski might have taken another one, I think. Broski, congratulations. Summer Aquatics Red Garden Bridge on the way for you. Now, Lily, I was just going to get into your ear before we move on any further. Did you get any rejections recently for some items you'd submitted? I
2: did. I did. I submitted a tent, which was obviously a kids' play tent, and it got rejected because it's an item that could be lived in. Um, The difference is my, my thing was could be. Sure, but does anybody grow up thinking, I want to live in a tent? No. <laughs> so, yeah, I found that a bit silly, but even worse, it doesn't affect me so far, was the fact that they've put sporting goods as transport. So, skateboards, surfboards, um, bikes, sure, they are transport, but that's a secondary use. They're a sporting good. They're sold as sporting goods. That was my thought. and I said, well, we had a compromise, if you don't have them upright and usable, can there be a map asset? Like because they're strewn all over your yard if you've got kids, yep. as you know. So they should qualify to be map assets. So if you had an upside down skateboard or you know an upside down kayak or something, so it's not usable. Maybe they could compromise a little.
0: Oh, upside down kayak, you could live in that if you wanted to. Um, you know, it, just <laughs> seems, it seems like the wild, wild west at the moment. There's stuff that's been approved that I'm like, uh, but we were told no. Yes. There's all sorts of stuff going on. Um, I do know DTEC was a bit upset through the week. One of his buildings got um, smooshed down to a funny size. One of the summer aquatics items we submitted got rejected because. Apparently now they've put in um, different height or width or whatever restrictions. So it seems to be a bit all over the place at the moment, the old UGC. Yeah. I've, been talk-
1: I've been talking to tosshead the last few days because I was trying to get some stuff up and running as well. And obviously at the moment, everything's a bit like you're saying up in the air. He's saying he's been receiving a lot of rejections of late. And I because I was looking at doing stuff on a certain theme, and then pretty much 99% of you said, no, can't do this, can't do that, you know, just no, 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 up, they won't allow it. And it has. It seems like it has to be so generic, so planned, so boring for it to even have a chance these days.
2: Well, well I, I mean, think,
1: I think... <laughs> sorry, go ahead,
2: Lynn. I, I was just going to say, I think these things will be available to make in some distant future under a different branch, but you're not allowed to do them as map assets is, is the point. Mm. But I... I think that there should be some compromise when something is definitely, should be a map asset. Sure, it's also another class, but there has to be a way to, you know, for it to bridge the two.
0: Yes. And so I kind of feel for... So
1: my example that I was talking with Tossett about, and this this is not one of my suggestions, but just imagine if you wanted to try and do something Eiffel Tower themed, Upland would say no because that's a landmark and you can't replicate that. So we can't do that in the virtual world, but you go to Las Vegas, it's there. Along with everything else in the real world being replicated at Vegas, but we can't replicate anything like even remotely like that in the metaverse, like it just it's seems a, a structure.
0: Bit... Yeah, it has to be portable was was always the language they used. But I'm but I'm talking like got
1: structural ornaments.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, as a listener, so... maybe that's going to be a different category sometime in the future.
1: It just sounds like your hands are so tied. They want, they apparently want us to be creating stuff and and having businesses and doing all this sort of stuff, but then go no to 99% of what you want to do. And I'm like, I was so excited to talk to Tossette earlier in the week. And now I'm just like, you know what? It's probably just all too hard. Maybe I should just give up. Yeah. yeah. No, I was going to
2: say
0: too. Go Sorry.
1: Kevin, I sorry. No, you no,
0: you go. I was just going to say. I was just going to say, like, I feel I feel for people like Tossed, who I believe he's submitted like dozens and dozens and dozens of items, and they're fantastic. The old system, and you know, all of this sort of stuff, and then Upland decides oh, actually we're going to we're going to tighten the brakes on this dimension or that dimension now you've got to resubmit all this and yeah it must be frustrating
1: yeah he said he's had to change them four times and he's still getting them rejected now because apparently as of yesterday they've changed the terms and conditions or terms and services or something again but map access at least and he expects structural ornaments to follow suit in the new future um it's just so up in the air and like i said i had a i thought i had an awesome idea for a theme and all these different ideas And missus and i have been sitting down talking about she likes to draw a bit. So she's just going to start drawing some of the ideas so we can express them better to Toss Ed. You know, I don't know how many of these I would have liked to build, how much Toss Ed was going to charge me for them, but that's business he's missing out on as well as I'm missing out on just because it's all too hard and it shouldn't be.
2: Yeah, it, it's very restrictive and it, it's getting worse. But I mean, they allowed things that were always against the rules. And so when something against the rules got through, Everybody rushed in with their version that got rejected already. And so now this stuff is in-game. And what are they going to do about that? Are they going to take them out of our factories and disallow any further mints? I mean, they can't take it off off you because you've paid spark hours to make it. People have bought it. It's on other people's ownership. So they can't get the ones that have been minted already. There is a possibility they'll take it out of your factory and allow you to make it anymore.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, like you and I are a prime example of that. Um, Lily was involved as, as the earliest beta testers. Um, so was I with Samurai Aquatics. Uh, we were both told no gazebos. We both submitted proposals for gazebos. We were both, both told no. And then you turn around there's all these gazebos popping up everywhere. And you just go, well, what, what the hell? So, uh, yeah, very, very interesting. Yeah. So if if you are somebody who's getting involved in UGC, all, all I'd say is start out slow and steady. It is it is easy to get carried away, but, yeah, you don't want to – I can imagine the frustration of, you know, creating a whole series of things and submitting 20 different things and then it's just constantly got to change this, got to reject this, oh, we've changed the rules here. So, yeah, slow and steady.
2: Hmm. Yeah, and even, like, file naming, like, you know, things come in sizes, so you give it a number because the size is a number or whatever, and you can't do that anymore. It has to have a completely different descriptive name. It's like, well, I've got those send markers, and they come in seven sizes labelled one to seven. I know what size each one of them is if I'm selling one. <laughs> and if I can look at them and go, oh, that's size one or that's size five, um, they're not going to allow that but you can't just have one size because imagine spotting the small one in Nashville I mean yeah, those properties fill your screen how are you how are you going to spot it <laughs>
0: yeah. and so. a- another thing that's coming more to the fore as more people get involved in UGC and start getting more and more showrooms out there um, the problem that I've had for the longest time and I've raised is when you get a message to say that you've sold and you've had an item sell, it doesn't tell you what showroom you come from. It doesn't even no. tell you the city or nothing. That that has to change because that's a nightmare to try and go through and, okay, great. Where do I restock? You got no freaking idea.
2: Uh, we'll see. I kept track of all mine.
1: <laughs> I don't.
2: <laughs> yeah, I no, no I, I know what min number is in what store at any one time.
0: I don't teacher's pet sitting up the front of the class
2: (laughs) well you know um because hubby owns half the stores um so i have to know what to put for sale for him so as i'm putting it for sale in my shop for him to pick up i'm writing in what mint number it is in the spreadsheet and when he picks it up and he sets it for sale he puts the price in there so i know that he's put it for sale or if it's just backup stock it doesn't have a price next to it so we know whether it's actively on sale or whatever. So um, I, I would prefer to have it in a database, but asking him to use database is would just be a nightmare. I would end up with whole things deleted. So um, we just stick with the Excel. <laughs> yes.
0: Well, we're five, just, five years in on... and we're still waiting for property management tools. So I don't know how long we're <sighs> going to have to hold our breath for metaventures Medav- management tools. So. Can I just have
1: one, one last whinge before we move on, yeah, I'll, sh- I'll share this picture with you. I've shown you this sort of before Ben, um, just this is one picture I wanted to share. This is my partner's, one of her fences. Are you seeing that now? The, mm-hmm. yeah, so this is a left panel and a right panel. So they're basically they're mirror images of each other and you can join them long ways or sideways or whatever, but that's the footprint of the two different panels. The smaller one in that picture, the one that's closer, is workable. The one in the, the other one isn't. Three times I've, I've contacted support and said, Look, I need to get this looked at and changed because it just leaves ugly gaps and looks terrible. And each time I just get a message back saying, Sorry, we've looked into it. We can't change it. It is what it is. Like, you're not even consistent with what you've given me, which came at different times, mind you. And I've still, I've submitted 10 all in one here and um, I've got nine of them back. And. <laughs> If if I'm
2: not mistaken, Swali, it was originally said that for items like fencing, if you asked for a zero footprint on one side because you needed it, they would give it to you. Um, And so some people got fences with at the ends zero footprint so they can join them together. And then when other people have asked, it's like, no. (laughs) So they're not even consistent with that even.
1: Yeah, so that bottom one, it's probably because the top of that fence post sticks out a little bit, that probably is a zero or very close to it. And like I said, it's workable. And if that was it, we could probably sit down and work with it. It Still there's a tiny gap, but I guess when you zoom out and stuff, it doesn't look so bad. The other one just leaves a gaping hole. Like it looks like you're missing a post or a a paling or whatever you call it. Yeah, no,
2: I understand.
1: And three times I've gone, look, can we do something about this? And the third email, because I've been talking with um Slav who created it, and it looks fantastic. And he goes, and so we've been in that UCDC talking about it and I've sent him a message and look, I realise Jason's super, super, super busy. So I'm not babying him by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but in the last email, Slav said, look, even let them know that you've been contacting Jason and, you know, it's trying to work this out and this is the problem. And I still got the same result. Sorry, no, we looked into it. There's nothing we can do. It is what it is. That's the minimum. It's been said at the minimum. It can possibly be said at. And I'm like, no, it hasn't. Like, there's your proof. <laughs> yeah. And there's
0: there's precedent that footprints have been changed in the past. So it's just yes. too hard basket.
2: But and when, when they specifically plan- told us that if you needed a zero footprint, as long as it wasn't on all sides that you could get it or close to it. Yeah.
1: Surely Upland don't want fences around properties to look stupid. That's bottom line. That's the way I think of it anyway. And that's what it's going to look like. Yeah. It's just consistency.
2: If they can't do it, then don't do it for anybody. If you can do it, do it for everybody. We need that consistency.
1: They half did it for me. The gate that goes with this has got a huge footprint, so I can't put anything right up to a gate. So there's like a paling missing between the gate and the panel. Um, You
0: would think that common sense would prevail and they'd know, okay, this is a fence. Surely you're not going to have just one fence plonked on your property. Surely you could work it out that it needs minimum footprints.
1: Well, as you know, we we designed a single pile to be able to fill in gaps for this fence system. And that's got a zero footprint. Literally, you cannot see the green outline around it. And I'm like, it's not that hard to do, clearly. Like, I've even sent an the email going, look, this is fantastic. That bottom one there, I'll live with that bottom one. If you can get the other one to be the same and the gate to be the same. And I haven't got my white gate at all, so I don't know what's going on there. Um, so I'll just.
2: Anyway. I know. I know it's it's the frustration. Like, if there was a consistency across everything, there would be less frustration. You would just accept how it is. That that's how it is. Um, but yeah, without that consistency, you just feel like you're banging your head against a wall, and you've just got to walk away and let it go.
1: Like you send them that picture and go, "It's not. It's not small as you can make it." There's your proof. And no, sorry, we looked into it. Can't do it. And I was <laughs> like, oh, really.
2: You know, I had the same back and forth about my pavers because, you know, I've got a natural gap between the pavers because they're pavers and I did groups of four of them, groups of three of them, groups of two of them and a single. Now, the one around the single is really nice and tight and all the others are just so ridiculously big that you can't join them with any other one.
0: (laughs) That's what I mean. You, you know, Um, Let me guess, you, you t- titled it, you called it something tile?
2: No, no, I called it one paver, two paver, three paver, okay. and four yeah. paver. So,
0: yeah. So you should be able to work out, okay, this is a paver. Surely people are going to want multiple of these to put together in a paver pattern. It wouldn't be that much of a stretch of the imagination to be able to work out what it's going to be used for. So. Yes. Frustrating.
2: I know, it, it is frustrating, but in in the end for your insanity, you've just got to go, Well, that's how it is and walk away and try to make it work and if you can't just throw it in the bin. Just move
1: on. I think yeah. that I think that's where we're at with it. Like again, I'm not saying anything about Jason because he's apparently got backlogs from December still. So I've sent oh, him he's fantastic. Bes- yeah, but... he he has replied. I've sent him a message, he has replied. Um, but from what I understand, he's super busy. So whether he can ever fix it or not, I don't know. But I've all but given up, I think. Three times I've contacted support and they're just like, nah, sorry. They're, but, they're
2: super unhelpful. And I don't yeah, know if on purpose or they're just really busy, but they're just super unhelpful. Yeah, aren't they? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they're not going out of their way to be super unhelpful. Nobody ever is. But uh, the just, end result is so we feel like they're super unhelpful.
0: But they're just creating more frustrating work for themselves,
2: you know?
0: For having to deal with all this influx of support tickets, as I said. it's yeah.
2: Well, anyway. so many people have given up that it's really sad. Um, yeah. there should be a lot more designers in the game, except they've just given up. They can't read between the lines of the things and then they can't see that they can see there's no consistency and then they submit their things and they just get them rejected with no real response for them to be able to deal with the reason it was rejected so they just they've built these factories they've put in all this time they've paid for models or whatever or they've modeled them themselves and they have no idea what to do and they just walk away and it's very sad because we could have some really great stuff in game if that was not the case
0: yes absolutely i agree now we'll move on
2: Swali Giving you the heads
0: up for this one. Don't miss on this one. So for this week's NBA contest, get yourself into the contest channel within the NBA server and let us know, well, what do you think about the gamified earnings? Now that we've gotten some more specific information about what that's all going to entail. Have you, as a few people have done, have said, that's it, I'm out. That's the final straw. I'm not going to do this anymore. It's the straw that broke the camel's back, as they say, or are you... "Ah." It's just a little bit of effort to to get back what I had, or maybe you think it's awesome and you can't wait for what's to come. I've seen a few people in that camp as well. So, what do you think? Get yourself in there, let us know, and your name will roll on the list of all entrants for the chance to win ten thousand upex after fees, and you'll get yourself another entry into the twenty twenty four end of year giveaway prize draws. Of course, that is all. Banking on the fact that maybe dividends won't get hammered to hell because obviously if that was 4.9% dividend, well, suddenly my own budget's going to tighten up quite a lot as well. But I should be able to get um, back to the standard standard um, dividend rate just with a bit of a little bit of clickety clacking efforts. All right, we've done the live participant wheel, so that's it. A reminder that if you're in a time zone that fits in with the Thursday night recording schedule, starting at 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time and you'd like to get yourself involved, the link to the weekly Zoom is always dropped in the NBA server about 15 minutes before the show starts. I'm going to stick with Zoom until my subscription runs out, which I think I think it's about April, something like that. And then I might play around with a few different other platforms. There's other better ones out there that are a bit more interactive, a bit more fun. But for the meanwhile, we'll stick with the old Zoomage. And, of course, that invitation extends to any of the channels, other channels sorry, any of this channel's other podcast productions. So if you have an Upland NFT or Metaverse product service or event to promote, just like um, the Wade node did in Detroit, then send me Ben60 out of DM or get yourself in the NBA server, which is linked in the description. As I said, with the Wade node, I didn't charge them anything for that. Happy to help out, get the word, spread the word out about these things as long as it doesn't get too ridiculous, too out of control. And that's all I've got. Hopefully everyone gets their five little thingos done and they don't get wrecked too hard on the gamified earnings. All the best with everything's coming this week. I'm sure there'll be some more surprises. And we'll catch you later.